Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. I'm here with a longtime friend of mine, high school. We've known each other since high school, Ken, up, Kendrick bro? Jones. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, we, we don't... We, uh, I don't even know that man. No. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do the full <laughs> government. <laughs> Ken, Ken Jones. Ken Jones. Uh, you guys might know Ken Jones from Instagram. He's a comedian. He's the one of the founders of Ridiculously Funny, or you might know him from back in the day from Jess Laughs. He, you actually have a show coming up soon, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I got, I'm going to have a show um, April 27th. Uh, it's called Ridiculously Funny. That's my comedy series. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it at the Ridiculously Fit Gym. We sponsor with the gym. Um, we partnership with the gym. Um, and we just do it. We try, to, we try to make people laugh and get healthy and get fit. And, you know, laughter is good for the soul. It's good for the body. It helps your abs. Um, yeah. Okay. I actually like that. I like that laughter is good for the abs type of thing yeah. because I've heard that before. And then you know when you when you do laugh a lot, like you feel it yeah. in that core area too. Yeah, when you laughing, you um helps con- contract and contrast your uh your muscles. So it just it's like actually working out. Yeah. You know so we saying? can call you like Doctor Ken Jones at this point. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Google that, but you know. It, it, could, but that is I, I have heard that before though. You know what I'm saying? I could Google a PhD too. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I start every show off with a personal story, and I have a couple of personal stories for you. But like the one actually that I will go with is it just something just happened just today. So Ken and I were getting ready to do like this interview, and he he FaceTimed me from Instagram, which I've never done before. So like at the end of it, we were both sitting there like, uh, how how do you hang this up? And I feel like that kind of like shows our age a little bit. <laughs> I didn't know that I ain't know it all. Can we curse on him? Yeah, you're good. All right, just, just I was over here holding myself back. <laughs> it, it's funny you say that because it's like a common question I get. Like people are like. They'll be in the middle of a sentence, and they're like, can I curse? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to mess up the rules on purpose. No, I don't want to be good. the one like, ah, fuck this shit. This nigga's going crazy. <laughs> I wanted to say that when, I'm, when I was talking. That's all I'm saying. So, Ken, you're, you're doing comedy now. Yes. You've been doing it for the last 10 Eight years. years or so? Eight years. Eight years? Okay. How did you get your start in this? Um, I used to write crazy statuses on Facebook uh-huh. in high school and after high school, and people were like, yo, you funny, um, make videos. And I started making videos, and people were like, yo, you funny, get on stage. And I got on stage. The whole preparation, it was, it took a longer process to actually get on stage. It took me like nine months to get on stage, though. Like, like you were nervous, or you just didn't? I didn't know how to do it, or Perfect, how to go okay. about it. Like, I didn't know where, who lets you on stage? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, where's the stage at? Like, what night? Where's that? I'm actually really glad you said that, because one of the reasons I wanted you here was to talk about your actual like career in comedy, but also give other people pointers and tips of how they can reach the level that you've reached as well. I'm also glad that you said Facebook too, because one of the questions I wanted to ask you was like, you see like this new, this new trend of like Instagram comedians like come about and like they like get their start from Instagram. And when you first started, like you said, you were doing Facebook statuses, but that's not like, like right now they're just going places, they're doing videos and then the videos are going viral. And I was going to say, how do you keep up or like, like compete with it, but I've noticed you actually do something yourself. You do like a skit yourself where you write a letter to someone. Yeah, I just I do uh dear letters. Um where I just say dear so and so and whoever the name is and I just talk about them. You Your know, dear R. Kelly letter was hilarious. Oh yeah. Dear, <laughs> I put a lot of thought in that dear R. Kelly okay. letter. I, you did a good job. I had to do it. I was like, yo, I can't let everybody down on this one. <laughs> but I'm 
I be sitting there chilling with my guy, and um, we just be coming up with different things. My guy Jeremy, um, Jeremy Payne. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him from high school, but he was in like a year, year younger than. I didn't even talk to him back then. I didn't fuck with him back then. But <laughs> look somehow, at you now. Yeah, some that is my guy. That's my so he be helping me with my, with my little shits, and I just come up with different ideas just to uh, just to talk about whatever, yeah, whatever, and. I mean, I wanted to go viral one day, but you know, it is what it is. I, I'm using that to keep up with my following. It's not personally to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to keep up with my personal following because my personal goal is to sell out my personal shows and do my own personal thing. I'm yeah, not, I'm not focused on whoever's doing whatever. Um, I travel. I've been traveling for years, so it like most of the what you realize, what people don't realize, most of these internet guys are only in their house yeah um, they're sitting in the house or they're going into a market or a bodega or a poppy store mm-hmm. like come it's basic stuff so um i'm just trying to travel the world and tell jokes around the country i will say though like it's funny because a lot of people do consider them comedians like they will call them comedians and put their label on them i guess because they're making people um, laugh but they're not doing shows and everything they're uh they're viral content creator yeah. creators um but you could call them comedians. They funny. They f- some of these guys are hilarious, and they just got like a hilarious spirit, and that's just what they are. So I'm not mad at them. Yeah, I just like I like the ones who actually try and get better on stage. So if you're trying to get better on stage, those are the ones I like because it's it's a certain amount of these internet guys that's rocking with with real stand up comedians. So the stand up comedian helped them with they their performances and the internet person helped them with their mm-hmm. their videos and they work out as a great team. Like it's it's a few people that's rocking like that. That's good. That's good. And I like I like to see that. That's not. I, I like that. I like that you said that because it actually shows like a lot of your growth personally, <laughs> and it also shows that you've been in this long enough that you know like what you need to do to sustain yourself. Yeah. Um, but you said it took you nine months to get onto a stage. Yeah. And like this is really funny to me because I remember <clears throat> in high school, like literally in high school, mm. like everybody was funny. Like everybody like everybody just told hilarious. Well, everybody like told jokes and everybody like made fun of each other. Like like we had a really good group of people in high school that just like legit would just not care and just like, you know, or, just go at it with each other, whatever, on a on a funny level. But not many people took it to the level that you have. Like Everybody wore like funny statuses and stuff like that back in the day, but like yours, your funny statuses turned into a career for you. And yeah. you said it took you like nine months to get on the stage. Like, what was that process like? Um, that process was just, I want to get on stage. Now, how I'm gonna do it? Um, I sent, I sent the Laugh House a letter. Mm-hmm. That was my first place to go to. I went down to an open mic at the Laugh House. They didn't let me on. Um, then I sent them a letter. They said that was the process. You got to send them a letter. So I sent them a letter. And telling them the reason why I wanted to do comedy. What, what did you say in the letter? Do you my remember? letter. This is the dumbest letter ever. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "This this is right after the kids. So I got they like they like two now. They like one two. And um, I'm like, well, I'm not good at anything else in my life, but having babies and making people laugh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I can't afford these babies anymore. <laughs> and so I got a bunch of condoms, and now I'm ready to tell jokes. So hopefully y'all let me on y'all stage because I'm trying to get. <laughs> uh, so did they respond back? No, they didn't. <laughs> Mind you, years later, uh, one of the one of the little my one of the managers at the club, she she knew 
my it was my letter and she told me about it then she told me why she didn't respond she's like i'm not responding to that dumb shit <laughs> but it was hilarious man I, it was a good time um that didn't happen so i couldn't get on at the laugh house so then i tried to figure out another way um to make it happen and i had like a little performance in front of my girlfriend at the time and um oh i don't think she was my girlfriend she was my little shorty at the time i think you knew her too <laughs> you definitely knew her back then Uh-oh. um yeah my dad and his girlfriend and then i had like a little performance at work and then that was like that took like six months to happen and after that i'm like fuck it i gotta google something i gotta figure it out then i i googled raven's lounge raven's lounge is a bar down center city mm-hmm. um but every Thursday night, they've been doing Center City Comedy there um, for, like, the last 10 years. So they let me on. I went there every Thursday night for five weeks straight. Five weeks straight. And I did a new set every five weeks. Every week, I did a new set. Okay. Thinking thinking that uh, I was killing it because I killed it. I did, I did good the first time. I killed it the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, then it started dying down the third time. The fourth time was ah, and then the fifth time was trash. And Uh-oh. then I'm realizing <laughs> everybody else is doing their same material. I'm thinking I'm killing it. I'm like, yo, I got different material. These niggas is ass. I'm coming with new shit yeah, every time. Yeah. And these niggas, they fucking it up. They destroying it every time. They they jokes are getting better. They shit getting better. And then that's when I realized, yo, you got to do the same shit. Oh, the delivery of the same thing. Yeah. They're changing. Okay. They doing it the same way or not, not even the same way. They doing it better every Every week, they doing it a little bit better. So perfecting it, basically. And I'm not even realizing they getting good with this shit. And I'm coming up with new shit every time. Like, yo, what I'm going to tell this week? What I'm going to tell this week? Hmm. That shit don't mean nothing, man. That's interesting because I know one of my biggest complaints is when I listen to, like when I would go to comedy shows, I would hear a comedian do something, and then I would hear them do it again somewhere else. And I mean, even like the bigger ones. Like, yeah. they they like... They'll tell a joke and they continue to tell the same joke. Yeah. And it's like, why do you keep telling the same joke? But now I get it, though. It's because they're perfecting that yeah. specific See, material. In your mind, you think it's just about the comedy show because you just paid $20. Just the one, yeah. He is focusing on putting that same comedy show onto a a video, a, a TV screen, mm-hmm. a, a, a Comedy Central special. Kevin Hart might come pick him up. Like, anything. He yeah. needs that to be seen nationwide. You you upset because you in a room full of hundred people hearing the same and you hear the same already. joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this hundred people heard it, but maybe this hundred people didn't. They never heard it. Yep. They never heard this joke. It's a brand new joke to them. So. It's it's really interesting too. Like, how do you measure when you're doing? Because you said like you realized by the fifth show you were falling off a little bit, or the fifth week you were falling off a little bit. How do you measure if a comedy show was successful? Like, is it by like the people that are there, the laughs, or like the feedback afterwards? Well, it depends on whose comedy show it is. Because if it's my comedy show, I need to make money. Okay. Um, if I'm putting it on, I need to make money. It need to be people in the building. It has to have uh good comedians. That's funny. Like at least at least four out of six got to be funny. Like got to be funny. Like if I put too many corny corny comedians on, not corny, but too many comedians that bomb tonight, um, that'll mess up the whole show. That's mm-hmm. that good. So now, yeah. like bombing with them, would that be just they're not getting a lot of reaction? Yeah, they're not getting the the laughs that they want, um, or the reaction they do want. Okay, like because everything ain't about laughs. It's sometimes it's just holding the crowd's attention. You got to be able to be attentive. Like 
they got to be still interested in your story if you're not making them laugh. Okay. That makes sense. Now, you mentioned your children. Yeah. And I, one of the things that I've seen on your social media that I think is hilarious is that um, you call yourself a single father. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, I remember shortly after high school, like you, you had, you were, your girlfriend was pregnant. Then I remember there was another girl that was pregnant at the same time, and they were both yeah. in like same high school together, right? No, there was, there was a lot of confusion with that. It was one of <laughs> a, a girl in our high school. It was okay. her cousin, and she went there. She lived in Southwest, so. But I had got two girls pregnant at the same time, which was which was cool. Um, <laughs> you said which was cool. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> even that bad. Like, but. Like everybody hated me at the time. I remember that. Every, the the entire world hated me. Um, that's why I'm not. I'm so fearless now. Like, have you ever been inside your baby mom's house with with no gift and another baby? Like for your <laughs> for your son's birthday party? Like everybody's upset at yeah, you. Yeah. The mother, the father, the, and what's that? What the the Kanye West when he's like her mother, brother, oh, mother, brother, grandmom hit me in the same order. Word. <laughs> so everybody was all mad at me. Um. I remember yeah. though at the same time you were also calling yourself Ken Beat the Cheek Jones. Yeah, I was Beat the Cheeks. <laughs> oh, that's why I, I people people hated me. I my name was Ken Beat the Cheeks Jones. That was my first uh comedy name too, mm-hmm. Ken BDC. And then I went to Two Rays comedy class and he told me you're gonna name your whole comedy career over a piece of pussy. I said, Damn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna name my whole comedy career over a piece of pussy. I was gonna actually look what made you change it, but I okay. Uh, um, I just wanted to be more professional. Ken okay. Jones. Um keep it short, keep it simple, keep it sweet. Uh but I like BDC. If you if you really know me, you know BDC. Like, I was just saying, if somebody show... scream out beat the cheeks from down the hallway, like I know they know me for <laughs> real. They know me out in real life. <laughs> They're just not just some comedy shit. Anybody just People call me Ken Jones. They know me from comedy. So. so how did you go from at 18 years old, you have two girls pregnant at the same time, like, and it's like a struggle, obviously, at that point, to now being a single father? Um, 18 years old, two girls pregnant at the same time. I was in college. I dropped out of college. I got three jobs. I lost all three jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost all three of my jobs. I got... I got arrested for stealing at one of the jobs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Got another job, and then my baby mom wasn't doing what she needed to do with my baby, and I felt like I needed to take her, so I took her. That was a big mess in the family. And then in your family or her family? In everybody's family. Okay. Because now I got I got the baby. Yeah. <laughs> she not And it's rare, too, that, like, they allow guys to just, like, have the baby. Well, I mean... It wasn't at at first. It wasn't allowed. I took my baby and then I threatened her. I said, "I'll slap the shit out you. Come get this ch- child. Yeah, keep <laughs> fucking with me. I'm gonna beat you the fuck up." And she, she, when you said threat, not that you meant like a legal threat, but you meant no. Like, I'm not. T- I don't go legal. <laughs> Real niggas don't do legal shit like that. Like I'm not. I'm not that person. Okay. <laughs> but I had threat. I had threatened her, so she she backed off. But then eventually, eventually I had to. Listening to my grandma and mm-hmm. my mom and shit, it made me go down to the courts and do everything the legal way, just so nothing happens and they can't, she can't come get her. That wound up getting me some child support money, but she ain't never paid it. So I remember you you posted about that on Facebook, like you was like, I had my baby mom paying child support to me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. I was getting a couple checks. It was small shit though. It was like it was like sixty dollars every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that big. She was never making a lot of money. She ain't never make a lot of money. So 
I pretty much take care of my daughter by myself. It don't, it don't even matter what she got to give. Right, right. So, and then your son was like a similar situation. Oh, my son. Um, it's like it was like having a hell. Like, well, it was like opposites. So, like, my baby, since I got my daughter, my baby mom felt like I wasn't gonna take care of my son as much. So then she went to go hard, went even harder. Oh, so gotcha. Okay. I got my daughter and my baby. My daughter's mother not paying child support, and my my son's mother she upset that I got my daughter. I'm spending more time with my daughter. She like so she went to go increase her child support. So now that had me paying like five hundred a month on some shit. She increased her child support because you had the other child. Yeah, Jesus. It it was like she would say it was for other reasons, but it was always she would always mention the daughter in the when she was saying things. So I'm like, that's the only reason why. Yeah, but. It was what it was. Uh, I wound up getting my child support coming down from her eventually after a couple of years of ass kissing and biting that <laughs> butt a little bit. Oh, but, my God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, we all good now. Yeah, okay. We all straight. That's uh, good. I was going to say, like, how did they feel about being included, like the kids and the women included in your comedy routine? Um, I don't care. Okay. I, I've, I've never asked. Okay. Um, I know my kids... Didn't like it at first, but they my kids. What the fuck they gonna tell me? <laughs> <laughs> they my kids. I don't, how they gonna tell me what to do? Come on, get out of here. I, I, my baby mom used to hate when I used to write jokes about them on Facebook and shit like that. So they used, they blocked me and shit. So, they blocked you on Facebook? Yeah, they blocked me. I feel like you haven't made it until people block you on Facebook. Huh? You haven't like made it like oh, until man, people block you shit. on Facebook. That's that, when you know you like. That's what it is. I'm pissing man. y'all off. <laughs> I don't even. I don't intentionally piss. Piss people off, but I do it, and I don't mind that I do it. See, that's the problem. People want you to feel upset that mm-hmm. you piss them off. Like, my bad, my nigga, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Like, <laughs> and then I got this dumbass laugh, and when I laugh at people's faces, they be upset. Like, I don't know. It is what it is, man. I don't care. Okay, I'm, I, I'm glad we cleared all that up. Okay. Now, um, what was your biggest moment in your career, or like that, that like, oh, I made it type of moment? Because I've seen you post a lot of stuff, and I'm like, damn, oh, like he's it. really I doing see, this. I see. I haven't. I haven't made it. Okay. I don't know what we're talking about right now. I have not made it. Um, I do amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I went. I did six shows in Johannesburg, jo- um, Johannesburg, South Africa. Mm-hmm. I did six, seven shows in in Hawaii, three mm-hmm. different islands: Waikiki, Kona, and a big island. Um, I've done. You've been Two in Paris and Alaska. Yeah, um, I didn't do comedy in, in Paris. I I went for some sneakers. I went to go pick up some sneakers and huh. I didn't get them. The Pharrell Chanel. But we're saying you have not made it, correct? Like you went to Paris to pick up sneakers, but we're saying that I went okay, to I Paris to, sure. to pick up sneakers because I'm that guy. <laughs> okay, but I didn't even get the Paris sneakers. I got I got this some other sneakers and I wound up coming back and selling them. I I resell and flip sneakers too, um, Jordans and shit like that. Okay, I be. You know when people like, I can't believe these dumb people in the line. I'm the dumb people. (laughs) 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 I'm the dumbass in the line. Six o'clock in the morning. You have a reason why you're doing it though. But I I flip them shit. So and then like if I flip them well enough, I get a pair. I keep a pair myself. So like it was just, it's just a way for me to save money. And then my my kids like sneakers now. So you know, fuck. (laughs) So my son. He be killing me trying to get the hottest sneakers. He want Yeezys. I ain't getting him no Yeezys. I don't think he he 
he's well behaved enough for some pair of Yeezys. I just don't. <laughs> I, just, I don't think he treats me good enough as a father for him to get pair of Yeezys. I just we got to we got to think about that. Like yeah, like he be doing nut shit. So, but I've I've seen you do stuff with like other like big comedians as well. Like I know recently you were doing stuff with Tori Hart. Oh yeah, and um, then yeah, I did. Uh, well, I'm a producer. I, I produce comedy shows. So I've been producing for. I've been producing comedy shows for seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I was with Just Last for five years. Um, that that fell back. Um, then I started my own company with uh with my guy Derek Felder. Uh, and that's ridiculously funny. Yeah, ridiculously okay. funny. Um, I've been doing that for the last year, and um, he was really close friends with Tori, so he he got that connection, and then. Once he brought her in, she started liking some of the things that we was doing. She started working with us, and we've been doing more shows with her. Um, we did one in Philadelphia with Michael Blackson. Um, we had about, uh, that was probably our biggest show, too. It was crazy. We had about uh, 900 people in that in that room, too. It was wild. That was that was an amazing show. Um, and then I've seen you do stuff with Carl Payne, who is Cole from Martin, which I thought when I saw that, I was like, this is this is huge. Like, this is a big deal, which, Carl, by the way, n- when I saw it, I'm like, you remind me from his character from Martin. Like, you remind me so much of that character. I hope not. God, dude, he's funny. As hell. He's hilarious. He dumb as hell. I think I'm funny. I don't think I'm dumb. as hell. Well, not dumb, but I think he's no, funny. He is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Carl, my guy. Carl weird, though. Like, every time I see Carl, he's, he he walk up and pinch my nipple. I'm I don't know. <laughs> he pinched my nipple, my left nipple. I don't know what it's about yet. Okay. So I'm, I don't know. You gotta ask. You gotta say like, <laughs> what's what's this greeting? He be like, young boy. Pop. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Carl? Come on. How did you link up with him? Like, how did that connection happen? Um, I don't know. I popped up at the comedy show. That's all I do. This so is like, I, just networking. This is what I do. Yeah. I pop up at comedy shows. I walk into the back. I say, I'm comedian Ken Jones. How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm in here, and now we start to talk, and either we vibe or not. Like I've been in, I've been in the back room with the top, top of the top comedians, mm-hmm. whoever you could think of. I've probably been in the back room or in the room with these people. Either the vibe was well enough for me to get close to them, yeah, or it wasn't. So if you see me a lot with them, that vibe was well, right? You know what I'm saying me and Carl vibe. He was a cool dude. Um, I booked him. I booked him on a show. I had him in the boxing ring. He he came through. He killed it. Um, we ain't had no air conditioner that night, and it was like fucking hot as shit. <laughs> and we were, we were sweating like a motherfucker. But that was the that was one of the funniest shows. My uncle, my uncle brought all his old ass people out. Like, cause that's a you know, it's like yeah. Martin. Like that's yeah. So, like I, I've been having a good time. Like I, I know all the comedians. So yeah, um, and whoever I don't know, I'm meeting whatever. Do you ever get comparisons to Cat Williams? Yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, I like them. Okay. I like, it is what it is. I, I just that's because really you have can. like I've always had that voice. Yeah, so. the voice and a similar look too, like to Cat Williams. Oh, I didn't know the, I had a look, but I always had the voice, so it didn't like even when I heard Cat Williams, I I'm in love with the dude. Like <laughs> I'm like I love his comedy. Yeah, so he's he. I think he's probably one of the greatest. So I probably, absolutely like when I first. When I first started, I probably was imitating him a little bit, but I had to get out of that. Um, but then I still got the voice. I really can't change that. That's just who voice. you are. Yeah, it is what it is. So he, he, I think he's a comedian. Dude, I think he's number one. 
on my on my comedic genius list. Well, now that we're here, like, what is your list? If you could say like a top five, like a who would you say? Five. Yeah, like who would you say? A top five. Top five: Cat Williams, Two Ray Gordon, Timmy Hall, Kevin Hart, Ken Jones. I like that you put yourself on the list. If you didn't put yourself on the list, I would have just been like, okay, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I like that. Five. I feel like it's feel like it's necessary too to put yourself, yeah. like elevate yourself, put yourself up there because like yeah. you are doing it and it's and you're doing a really like in my opinion like a great job at it as well. So like you talked a lot about like networking and you're saying that like networking got you your start, writing letters to the right people, being in the right places. But what else? What other advice would you give to other people who are interested in pursuing a career or in comedy? Get on stage. Get on stage. Find a stage. Get on it. Google. Um, with the internet, you can do anything nowadays. Uh, it's way easier to find a stage than it was back then. Like when I had to hit Google and search on comedy, it was like 10 things that pop up. You could get 100 things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people have comedy shows every night in the city of Philadelphia. If not, Well, comedy shows every weekend, and then there's an open mic every night. So you could find a stage. Uh Look up comedy open mics, go on Instagram, go on Facebook, add every comedian. This is what I do. I added every comedian that I could possibly find. So when they flyers fly, fly down my timeline, mm-hmm. I just pop up. I don't say shit. I just pop up. Oh, like you follow them on social I media. follow them on social media. So you media. see what they're doing. They post everything they're doing. Oh, I'm here. I'm here on Tuesday. All right, I'll be there on Tuesday, okay, too. Okay, okay. So if there's anybody I want to talk to, headliner, promoters, I walk in and ask the promoter, can I get five minutes? Um, when the next time he booking his show, can I get on the next show? Um, tell him who I is, running down my resume. Like, that's what I do. Okay. So. That's actually really good advice, too. Like, for any industry that, you're, that you want to be any in. Any like, industry. Yeah. If you want, if you in music and you want to go meet Jadakiss, you go to the Jadakiss show. You pop up. Yeah. Yo, this is what I do. Blah blah blah. Either he gonna fuck with you or you not, and you just can't get mad when a nigga don't fuck with you. And at the end of the day, you, you, got he, to see you gotta think about why should he fuck with you right now? It's, he has no reason to. Some some people are genuinely cool. Mm-hmm. Some people it takes them to see you five times to be like, all right, he always around. He ain't do no dumb shit yet. He might be all right. Okay, let's bring him on. So then, but also come with like a plan too. Yeah. Like you said, like the letter that you wrote to like the the laugh the laugh house, like that's probably not the path to go through, but now you know, like, what yeah. to do differently. So, like, learn from those mistakes. That's... But that's, but that's, you told me to write them a letter, and that's what I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the best I had. But now you know somebody else says write a letter, like, you know, you'll tailor it a little differently. Word. Yeah. Uh, at this part of the show, I like to say, like, uh, what's next? So, like, what's next for Ken Jones? April 27th, the Ridiculously Funny Comedy Series at Ridiculously Fit Gym, 4416 Frankfurt Avenue. 8 p.m. The tickets are $25. You can catch them, find them in the Eventbrite, or search up Ridiculously Funny. You will find us. Um, besides that, I'm traveling, baby. Um, I'm I'm focused on getting my set together. I want to put out a... I want to put out like a little special, like an hour mm-hmm. or 45 minutes or whatever the case may be because I'm going a, I'm to a shoot an hour, but I'm going to chop it down to look appropriate for whatever I, forever I like. Right. But I want to shoot one, and I want to do it in Philly, but it's going to be only like 40 seats. I only want a 40-seater, and I'm going to do it, at, and it's going to be free. So I'm going to put it together. It's going to be a free event, and but you're going to have to register online. Mm-hmm. So. 
It, That'd be I, cool though. You really should do that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do it. I've been planning. I'm gonna I'm tape it, and then hopefully I can sell it to like Netflix or something like that. For sure. Um, so I'm gonna tape it by the guidelines, and I'm gonna figure it out. So, put my money together, do that. Uh, besides that, I'm trying to buy a house. Okay. I'm trying to buy a house with my comedy money, and it, it doesn't feel right unless I do. So, that's my goal. So I'm just trying to figure out how like i've been making a lot of money in this comedy shit Mm -hmm. i haven't been saving anything i've been using it as my my spending money like go here go there yeah i went to i went to hawaii three times Mm -hmm. but i spent my money in hawaii Hawaii. too (laughs) like i didn't spend money to go it was like they took care of me i had my hotels they got my hotels and stuff like that but while i was out there i'm splurging having a good ass time okay Falling out, <laughs> but you come back broke, and it's like shit. I just went, this. Right, right, right. I just went and I made eight hundred, and I came back six hundred down. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? So, um, I'm just trying to figure out how to save the money, buy a house with the um, with my county money, so I could feel like I made my living off of comedy. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Um, make a living off of comedy, take care of my kids with these jokes, um. Let them see the world from jokes. You know what I'm saying? My dad my dad used to always say something to me. He was like, yo, you can't joke through life. I don't believe that. I believe everything is funny. Mm-hmm. Like, everything ain't fu- Everything is fucking funny. Death is funny. You know what I'm saying? You might not want to laugh. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, rape is funny. Like, you might not want to laugh at the situation. Like, what? a girl Uh-oh. getting raped, not funny. Okay. But the rapist, think, you got to think about it like this. So... You just gonna do anything for it? Like you just got punched in the eye, and you still want some pussy? I get so the desperation. Like you okay, okay, just okay. got punched in the eye, and you still want some. Like if uh, if I get punched in the eye, I'm no longer horny. Fuck that. I'm good. I'm go home. I hate that I'm, I, I I'm hate, sorry, baby. I hate that I even felt like a chuckle come out of that because when like, you said I'm chilling. it, no, I'm good. You, know, you punched me in the eye. No. When you said it, I'm like, uh, I don't I know about that, but I get what you're saying. And you know what's funny that you said that because I've been hearing a lot of comedians they they've been talking about like R. Kelly a lot lately, yeah. and they've been saying like there's ways to make the situation funny. Everything is funny, and, and it's and I think it's because like now they're you're not making fun of the actual situation that's happening because yeah. that's horrific but when you talk about the actual person who's it's, doing it's it a different I can see how you can find the, the comedy a in there it's a different way to go about every everything it's a way to tell somebody they're fat you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you don't have to say you're a fat bitch you can be like hey you're getting a little chunky you want to go work out with me <laughs> like it's ways to yeah. everything is funny it's just the way you, you present it yeah I agree with that presentation is everything so I'm just working on my presentation and how I deliver my my jokes so I could do it better. Um, I think I'm the funniest person in the world. I just got to figure out how to tell these jokes. So you can move up from number five on your list to number, number one, one on your list. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, every time I, I close the show out I'll, every week with uh, people giving me their puzzle pieces. When I mean a puzzle piece, I think like the world is just like a blank canvas. And we all have like these pieces that we put together that kind of like make like a connection. So it's like, what's a quote or like some advice or just like um, a word of encouragement or something that you would give to people? This It's a crazy world we live in. Uh, if you, you could just try to get a little bit better, do a little bit better every single day. Um, Laugh as much as possible. Be the best thing you could possibly be. Take care of your kids and be, be who you need to be to please yourself. Stop, stop worrying about everybody else. Stop focusing on other people. 
and stay in your lane. Focus <laughs> on yourself. Like if you focus on your dreams and what you're trying to accomplish, you can accomplish them. Everybody be looking at everybody else accomplish their dreams, and they're not even accomplishing their dreams. Just like you said, oh, you made it. How could you think I made it? I think I ain't shit. So I, I can okay. Like. I can I can relate to that because yeah. a lot of people say to me like oh Dex you made it and I'm like oh yeah so you still downplaying yourself yeah, you yeah. looking at other people like damn look at what they doing mm-hmm. they so amazing they not even doing nothing major just just stay in your lane and do what you need to do you be good thank you Ken for coming through like this this was hilarious actually like I I figured it would be but it actually was really funny I really That's appreciate you do. coming through I appreciate you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Friends.